Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am Andy Ruther coming to you live from the Smut Shack. In Venice Beach, California, with my co-host Joey No Chill Prano. I, I feel like I'm co-hosting the show with a nine-year-old boy right now, <laughs> like a nine-year-old boy who just watched Karate Kid for the first time. You're in sweatpants. You're sitting Indian style on your own couch, no shoes on, and you're wearing a Japanese headband. Yes. Hi. Uh, Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm rocking the headband. That we received today from a dirt ball. You're like a kid who you're like a kid who uses his Christmas presents like right out of the box. They're like, "That's your baseball glove. Save it till spring." And you're like, "No, I'm gonna wear it around the house all day." Well, I figured I hadn't put it on yet. Throw me a big old bite, mom. And it's uh, <laughs> it's for Shohei Otani Day. We got it from Mickey D. Not the actual restaurant, but right. from uh, Dirt Ball Mickey D. He sent us three headbands. Which for, I didn't for cultural appropriation day. For cultural appropriation day, which yeah. we're gonna do, which we've talked about, to honor the phenom Otani. Yeah. And yeah, I couldn't wait. I'm wearing it right now. <laughs> and yes, I'm sitting Indian style. I said, if I just get a kimono, I'm set. No oh. kimono yet, though. No, we got no, one. No kimono. Kimonos. <laughs> Kimonos next. It's kimono, not komodo, right? Kimono. Yeah. The, the, Komodo's the iguana. That's a fucking crazy. If you watch documentaries and that thing, that thing's nuts. I have not. It's no. native of Indonesia. Little fun fact for everybody who wants to know about the Komodo dragon. They're, they can run up to 40 miles an hour. Uh, no one cares. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I was like, how long is this bit going on? You're like, no, this isn't a bit. I want you to know. This is, uh, they can run up to 40 miles an hour. They can eat humans, They have bro. three rows of teeth. Yeah. It's a fascinating animal. <laughs> fascinating lizard. Apparently no one else cares. But I also have some other big news today, Brent, that I need to get to off okay. the bat. You rehired Trevor as your assistant. Slash intern. He's, yes. he's already back behind the board. He's got a new setup. So apparently you hired him, too, because he was here a half hour early setting up. So my assistant, good work, showing up before me. Well, I have like an assistant. Like my good assistant should, scouting things out. I'm going to make Trevor start eating soup before I taste it, just to make sure no dirt balls that I told to kill themselves have poisoned me. Well, we have big news because I hired an assistant as well. Was that true? It's true. He's currently here. I mean, I mean, I met EJ. I said he looked like Benny the Jet from The Sandlot. Yeah. I hired EJ as my assistant because fuck your assistant, Trevor. I'm still, we're still, we're still on shaky terms. So I want to introduce the Dirt Balls to my assistant, EJ. Uh, hello. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? <laughs> you got yourself a yo-fool. I did. I love that. I love that I have, like, I support, you know, Americans and uh, American employment. And you've got, you've got somebody who's, I, where are you from, EJ? Uh, you know, I live here. So. <laughs> Can we turn him up a little? He's probably pretty soft on there. So, EJ, explain where I found you. Now, now you actually are a dirt ball, or are you not? Do you, do you know what that is? Uh, dirt, say, okay, hold on, hold on. Say it again. You said dirt ball. <laughs> Yeah, I know, yeah, I know, I, I know what a dirt ball is. Um, it's you know with the little tiny balls, the dirt, you know those, no? 
Yeah, close enough. Okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Josai, I, I mean, I know. This is great. This is good. I'm, I mean, and I thought my assistant was suspect <laughs> losing multiple episodes. Your, your assistant speaks little to no English, does not know what a dirt ball is. Well, good. I, here's the deal with me. I am a chick. Okay, I can give you a dollar an hour raise if you are uh, my second assistant. Uh, can we can we talk like later maybe about that? <laughs> I'm gonna I, hire I'm gonna hire your assistant away from you to get my assistant an assistant. I am a champion of Mexicans of cultural appropriation. Yes, <laughs> you're wearing a headband and of Mexicans, mostly champion of burritos. Therefore, I said I'm gonna hire. A lot of people said they want to build a wall. No. I want to knock down that wall and build that wall. Well, the wall's not up yet, so you don't oh, okay. need to knock anything down. <laughs> take it easy with the Karate Kid stuff. I'm going to kick down that wall. hi And we are a bastion of cultural differences here at the Dirty Sports Network. Ruther's wearing sweatpants and a headband, and he's using the word bastion. <laughs> and he's shoeless. Yeah. And I'm shoeless. That's e- right. EJ, are you, in fact, Mexican? Uh, no, I'm from, from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Uh-huh. So you have already offended your <laughs> No, your it's assistant. okay. It's okay. They've, I've been told much worse aquí in, in the So are USA. you a big uh, Daddy Yankee fan? Oh, Daddy Yankee, claro que sí, with the reggaeton y todo, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I love that song, Rompe. Oh, okay, okay. That's... You, hey, EJ, you ever hear the remix with uh, Young Buck? It's a, it's a good one. <laughs> I don't I don't think I heard it, but I bet it's really good. <laughs> I I can't decide if I'm gonna call him Benny the Jet or Desposito. It's gonna be one. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those though. All right, let's let's let, we were playing around. EJ Gomez, let, let's hear the real EJ. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Happy to be here. This is really cool. I appreciate this, man. EJ, you you reached out to me. Uh, you wanted you wanted to get, you you thought there was a, an opening. You were trying to slip into Trevor's spot. Trevor oh, yeah, since sure. been rehired, but we thought, hey, let's fit more dudes in the smut shack. This show. Doesn't look enough like a gay porn when people walk by. <laughs> we have lights set up, three dudes in here. I was like, oh, you know what we need? We need like a Puerto Rican that kind of looks like a fucking handsome young Benny the Jet. Yeah. So he's giving our our gay porn a, a little Mexican little, slash Puerto Rican little flair. Little Latin flair. Yeah, exactly. You gotta you need the diversity, so I, I'm here for yeah. that. You know? yeah. So you, so you really are Puerto Rican, just yeah. for the listeners yeah, I'm now. I'm 100% Puerto Rican. And you, uh, you're from Houston? Yes. Yes. Or Dallas via Houston, Houston first, then Dallas. Yeah. So I and grew up in Houston. In, and now you're in Englewood. Yeah. Now I'm in <laughs> Englewood. You know. Yeah. I so you know. But I assume real quick, and then we'll get to the sports. Everyone in Englewood just assumes you're Mexican. One hundred percent. Every single person. They all they because there's a difference in the dialects too. Like some words are different, and so they just they see me, they immediately will start talking to me, and sometimes I won't catch words, so I just kind of have to be like, uh huh, see, yeah, and then I I don't want them to tell tell them I'm Puerto Rican. So I kind of give him Mexican accent yeah. a little bit when I'm talking Spanish. I just imagine him getting caught between two Mexicans having a conversation and then trying to sort out whether or not he's actually Mexican. And he's just running back and forth like he's in a pickle. <laughs> I'm just going to do Benny the Jet joke I the was whole time. Say, <laughs> okay. And if you're not getting that reference. <laughs> yeah. Pickle. He's like, hey, claro que sí. Claro que sí. <laughs> safe. It's safe. It's safe. Well, we're happy to have you on board. Where and you keep your money. It's safe. <laughs> and uh, we appreciate all the, uh, uh, you know, I was going to make a joke about the Puerto Rican fucking currency he donated <laughs> to do the show, but I have no clue what the Puerto Rican currency is. It's dollar bills. It's called because a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a single dollar. It's a United States. Wait a second. 
You mean to tell me I know more about the Komodo dragon than I do about Puerto Rican currency? You know, Puerto Rico is, uh, is a part of the yeah. United Puerto Rico is part of the United States. I know it's a, no, but it's a territory, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. But you guys use American Everything. dollars. Yeah. When when you're born in Puerto Rico, you're an American citizen. So it's just it's yeah. It's basically a state without. Next, like, you're gonna the tell benefits. me they're using dollars in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I thought people in Texas bought things with like horseshoes. <laughs> You know what? Let's get to some sports. <laughs> Prano, NBA Finals. It's still months away. <laughs> <laughs> You're excited? Do I have to make my finals prediction no. already? NBA playoffs are here. NBA playoffs are here. What and a fantastic two days of basketball. There's been some upsets. Yeah? What do you want to lead with? Uh, the game everybody wants to lead with? Or which is what? Which, which game? I assume is it? everybody wants to hear Cavs, Pacers talk. Okay. Yeah. Um. Look, it's the NBA playoffs. This this year, more than any year in recent memory, I think is going to have these games. And I think, uh, like I was saying about you know the Western Conference Finals, the Warriors and the Rockets, you know, in the last few weeks, I think, and this goes for both conferences. I think this is the year that uh, a conference finals is going to be determined by who everybody plays beforehand and how they play each other and stuff like that like go, coming into the last few days of the season it really looked like uh the warriors were going to have this crazy that they were going to finish two and oklahoma city was going to finish seven and they were going to have that series to start as it worked out uh you know uh the rockets drew minnesota they had a tough game tonight the warriors drew the Spurs without Kawhi. So suddenly, like, I was all in on Rockets who were going to the NBA Finals. And now I'm like, you look at their bracket, and it's they're going to have to beat the Timberwolves, you know, maybe the Thunder, maybe the uh, Trailblazers. Or no, the Trailblazers are three. So, yes. so it would be the, War- the Warriors have the Spurs, and then it would be, like, the Pelicans, Trailblazers winner. It's like, it, you know, it could be a fucking... It's, I think it's going to get crazy, and I think uh, on the East side as well, you know, that's a tough matchup. Like, I, I don't think that the the Pacers are beating the Cavs, but it's not about them beating the Cavs. For the Cavs to go back to the NBA Finals, they need to do LeBron. They need to have a LeBron James, you know, playoff run where he sweeps the first round and they get a break and they get a second round. You know, so already. Having uh, lost Game One at home, yeah. I, I am I worried about the Cavs in that series? No, but I'm worried that I think it hurts their finals chances. Sure, I agree. And the stats don't lie. That was his first first round loss. Yeah, since 2012. Right. LeBron had won. I mean, that's amazing. He had won 21 straight first round games. Yeah, and honestly, the thing about w- this first game is just like the overreaction to everything. The the way everybody overreacts to everything. Like LeBron James finished with 24 points, I think 10 rebounds, 12 assists. Yeah, the triple double. Yeah, a triple double. 24, 10 and 12 and people are like, "Uh LeBron, what's it like sucking in the playoffs and always choking on the biggest stage?" Meanwhile, Kevin Durant finishes with the same 24 points, 7 and 8. And they're like, Pop, how do you stop Kevin Durant? Oh, look at Kevin Durant's passing. It was so on point today. It's like... Don't even look at the, at the uh, box score. I'll yeah. ask you off the top of your head, see if you get this. How many other Cavs starters were in double figures? 
two? None. None? That's telling right there. Yeah. None. J.R. Smith? He had 15, but he didn't start. Right. And Nance had 10. He didn't start. Yeah. But my point is, dude. Absolutely. These people, I thought of you today because the first comment I saw under someone else's post was a little soft. And I'm like, yeah, triple-double. He's a he's little yeah. soft. You're yeah. right. It's just haters. It really is. I mean, I, I watched you know, the, the, the Warriors – Again, best roster in basketball, in my opinion. They beat a Spurs team without Kawhi. They they beat them handily. And I said, like, that – right when it happened, I'm like, that changes the whole playoff scenario the way I thought it was going to play out. For San Antonio to suddenly be seven and get matched up with the Warriors, that's the best thing that could have possibly happened to them. And literally, Kevin Durant, I think, had seven assists – and it's like, Kevin, what was it about your passing today that was so different? Really seemed like you were finding guys like you've never found guys before. And he's just like, yeah, man, Blog Boys said I couldn't pass. So I showed the Blog Boys they could suck this dick. And you're like, okay. Meanwhile, LeBron has five more assists. And it's like, why are you a, such a choker? Why are you so LaSoft? Like, if you look at their stat line, 24, 10, and 12, 24, 7, and 8. One guy had the great, the great. Kevin Durant game we all expect from Kevin Durant. One guy is a little soft. And now, granted, they didn't play the same amount of minutes because they were blowing out the Spurs. But still, the point is he had a triple-double. If if people aren't going to help him out, then it's going to be tough. And they're going to get through, and it's going to be tough. And then he's just going to have that much more mileage on him for the next round. And Eastern Conference Finals. Like, I mean, fuck, the Sixers are playing incredible. Without Embiid, you talk about a team that's that young. If LeBron has to go five games, six games, and two rounds before that, it's going to be tough if he's not getting help, for sure. How many did Kevin Love score? Kevin Love's stat line, nine points. Wow. Three of eight from the field, three of six from three, 17 rebounds. So he had three threes. That, that's his scoring line. Yeah, it's his scoring line. Kevin Love needs to step it up. He needs to Kevin Love for them to go far. He's got to average twenty points a game. He yeah. just has to. I agree. He can't be having nine points a game. Yeah. And Victor Oladipo played. You know, I watched the whole game, start to finish. He played phenomenal. Yeah, he's a great player. And they were playing good team and they basketball, got, and they got better by f- trading Paul George and getting Oladipo and getting uh, who's the other guy they got for him? Uh, who's the fucking the tall guy? Yeah, yeah. Sabonis. Sabonis, thank you. I was going to say the white guy. but Sabonis didn't have that good of a game, but yeah. But no, but I, I'm I saying, they, saying. They, over the course of the season, they got better. Like, he helps. Yeah. The, the interns are already giggling over yeah. there. I, I, I don't know what's going on. Because Trevor's not listening to the show, and EJ chimed in. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Sabonis? Trevor's like, boner? What boner? <laughs> Trevor's like, are you looking at my the nudes I have up? <laughs> Sabonis? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, but I, I look, am I worried about the Cavs? I'm not no. either. They're no. going to win that series. Yeah, but I am worried about if they, you know, if they play like that and he, you know, essentially at this point, if LeBron James doesn't play far and away the best basketball in the NBA by anybody's standards, they don't win. And then he's an ass. He's somehow an asshole. Yeah. Which is like, it's just a crazy level to have to play at. Well, the first I, game today was great, too. Yep. Nice little early 10 a.m. little overtime game, a little free basketball. Nice little 
10 a.m. start time out here in the West. Dude, that was a good game. And that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a long series too. I think. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a six game series. Yeah, and I think obviously Celtics all the injuries, all the injuries, but it's having a great coach and and being a well coached team, it's the kind of thing where they lose those lose those guys and they can still come out and be and and win a game one. Like that's a Brad that's Brad Stevens right there. Any other team loses those guys. Like it doesn't matter that you're playing a, a a seven seed. It's like that's a tough fucking matchup. Yeah, and just for them to get a win in game one, so important. I think you're right. This this is going to be a crazy playoffs. But it's going to be Giannis. That that's basically the Giannis versus Brad Stevens series. Yeah, man, Brad Stevens. I posted that clip on our social media of him talking to the team. He literally sounds like your high school geometry teacher. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, uh, don't use too big words, you know, like, <laughs> like I don't think these guys are following you. Big, He's like composure. They're like, yo, slow down. Big time dork. Yeah. But that's why he's successful. Yeah. Heavy basketball knowledge. Okay. Brad Stevens, what percentage of sex that he has with his wife is he doing just missionary? I'm going to go above 66%. I want to know if, uh, Sex with his wife starts with like the inbounds, like basketball clap. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and like the guy slaps the ball and then he like runs into position. Like, I bet you he comes off a screen to get in bed. Yeah. You know what I mean? He like screen cuts. I can see goes that. One way to set it up and then comes right off the lamp, like into bed. He's like, you got to come off that lamp hard. You got to come off that lamp hard. Really rub your shoulder against it. She's like, please stop doing this. He's definitely a boxer shorts yeah. type of guy. Yeah. Oh, and they definitely sure. draw out the sex positions like they do plays yeah, beforehand. Yeah, they draw it all out. Like, this is what we're yeah, going to do. Yeah, there's an X's and O's thing. Yeah. He's like, my dick is the X. Your <laughs> vagina is the O's. <laughs> like, I'm going to come off this. Come here. Draw the double team. I would love. She's like, she's like stop saying pick and roll. <laughs> I would love to see if some of the players found those plays. Yeah. Like, can you imagine like Marcus Smart finding coaches sex plays? But I also feel like Brad Stevens. Like, hasn't had sex with his wife since the season started and won't have sex until the season's over. He's like, honey, it's basketball season. And she's like, God damn it, I hope you guys get get eliminated. I hope Giannis scores 100 points next game. And then tonight's game was, or no, let's do uh, Jazz Thunder first. Jazz Thunder, blowout. It was closed for a while. Yeah. And then they just ran away with it. I think that's going to be a good series, too. I To me, that looks like a series that, like, home court's going to matter. Like, I think the Jazz go back. They, they go back. They get surrounded by all the Mormons drinking near beer. Talk about a, talk about a white people series as yeah. far as white cities. Totally. Oklahoma City, Salt Lake City. It's like the white bowl, bro. Yeah. I I mean, Donovan Mitchell looked great to start the game. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be a good series. But, damn, like, I really, I fucking hate the Thunder so much. I know you do. Because of Carmelo. Just solely because one person. Like, I didn't even hate the Thunder before. Now I just hate the Thunder. I'm rooting for the Jazz in basketball. And talk about cultural appropriation. I know we've yeah. mentioned it. That's the most offensive team name. That's more offensive than some of these Native American names. The whitest city ever. You're going to call yourself Jazz? That's some racist shit right there. Yeah. I mean, you know it's because they moved from New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. I know. So it's not like they named themselves that. You got to change the team name, man. 
I mean, you got they changed they changed the name from the St. John's Redmen to the Red Storm. Yeah. What about the Lakers? Should the Lakers change their name? There's not a lake within fucking 100 miles of here. But that's not offensive. We're a goddamn to desert. That's not offensive to lakes. That's Sonics went Sonics to Thunder. The team the Jazz are playing. Yeah, they could that. He could have used that as your example. But. No, that's that's <laughs> Trevor's helped me out actually. I, yeah, see, I see you, Trevor. Trevor's just a bad influence, by the way. Why? Before you get here, he's always like, "Man, you want? He's like, you want that weed, fam? Like, the, I'd ask if you had smoked all, weed. Why is that a bad influence? <laughs> he's like, all, he's like, he's like, you gonna hit that weed, fam? I asked if you had. He's trying you to had. help you. He's like, well, I've uh, I've watched a lot of these episodes. Just now, give them the people and you're they entertaining want. When you're high, and you're not entertaining when you're not high. So he's never watched an episode. Let's all be honest here. <laughs> EJ, do you prefer a high Ruther or a sober Ruther? I got to say, like, the high Ruther, you, you kind of go on these tangents that are pretty funny that <laughs> I feel Damn. like I feel like Prano's just kind of, like, looking at you, just waiting to see where it's going to end up at. And so it's it's fun to listen to. Guys, I can't be high all the time. I'm just saying. I don't know. Trevor is. <laughs> yeah, and he loses t- two hours of audio. He's just throwing his hands up over there. He's doing the Jordan game. Are we, are we saying six games, Jazz uh, Thunder? I could see going six. I mean, the yeah, I could see going six games. When did Rubio get that ink, by the way? What's that? I always find it funny. The white guys, they don't get the ink right away. You ever notice that? I was thinking yeah. about that today. Like, J.J. Redick, it took him five or six years. Yeah, J.J. Redick was just like a white kid from Duke. Yeah. And then suddenly he was like Vin Diesel and Triple X. You're like, <laughs> That's what? what I'm saying. But say, same way for Ricky Rubio today. Yeah. I'm looking at him. He suddenly got this, the arm, all the arm tats. You know, when did he, it took him like five or six years in the NBA too? Yeah, well, he got to the Jazz and he was like, "Yo, I need to, I need to ink it up. I can't be having people think I'm a Mormon." <laughs> He's like, "I'm gonna grow the man bun out, the beard." Ricky Rubio looks like Jesus Christ at this point, or Joseph Smith. Yeah. See what I did there, guys? It's a Mormon reference. So you are high or you're not high? (laughs) (laughs) And tonight's last game, Rockets-T-Whoops. That was a good game, man. Yeah, it was. The Rockets looked like they had it wrapped up with like five minutes left. And then, uh, yeah, Timberwolves just hung around. It's, It's honestly the battle of, like, offense versus defense. Like, yes, the the, the D'Antoni Tibbs, like, you know, I think both of them are – Good coaches, and uh, but like two completely different. Like Tibbs just wants to slow it down, and D'Antoni just wants to run, 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 run. And uh, I think it's going to make for a fun series too. I think that draw for the Rockets to get the Timberwolves in the first round, whereas the Warriors get the Spurs. I th- I honestly think that's the kind of thing that could be the difference three weeks from now. Like man, they came down the stretch. They had to fucking. And Chris Paul almost threw the game away with that one pass at the end. Here's a question for you, Prano. Yeah. Chris Paul might have the longest tenure of bad commercials. Agree or disagree? Because there was the Chris Cliff Paul State Yeah, Farm. I remember that one. Now he's transitioned into one with the dude from The Office. Oh yeah, is it still a? Uh, it's still a State Farm commercial. Yeah, that's though, what I'm right? saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Chris Paul's running on like. Five six years. We need to get David Zucker to do a direct a Chris Chris Paul commercial because 
Jesus, those, yeah, those are bad. But the, but my point is, like, and they took like the the fifteenth guy from the office. That's what I'm saying. And now, and I f- didn't even know he was on the office. So I was like, I recognize him from somewhere. Yeah, I, I was think like, I think he might actually, be our new intern's father. I was gonna say he's actually. I think he's Puerto Rican too. Yeah, yeah. I think that actor's Puerto Rican too. Yeah. But it's like five or six years now of just awful commercials. Do you think uh, that guy, do you think when the office paid him, they had to pay him in Puerto Rican yen? Or do you think he he accepted American dollars? Hey, that's Japanese, man. I know that much. I'm wearing the headband. I know Japan's got the yen. Puerto Rico's got, I don't know what they pay. They pay in like fucking Pitbull CDs. Again, American currency. (laughs) Is Pitbull Puerto Rican? No, he's not. I think he's Cuban. We do not Cuban. claim him. <laughs> no. That's right. He's no. Cuban. No. You guys got J Lo. Yeah, we got J Lo, and then you know Daddy Yankee. Yeah, Daddy, Daddy Yankee. Yankee. Daddy Yankee. That's yeah. Dude, so I, you know, the funny thing is, I do know when I used to teach all the little Mexican kids I taught. That's when like fucking reggaeton was huge. They used to love Daddy Yankee. They used to love that rompe song. I mean, he's a shit, man. You know, you know, it's funny when I did. Uh, the stuff with Pizza Star where we went to all the games. We actually went in to, uh, it was called CSTV at the time. We went into their studio show to like introduce our pieces. And the, the musical guest that day was Daddy Jenki. And I was like, dude, this is a fucking, I was like, this is not the place we want to be. Who the fuck is Daddy Jenki? And they were like, well, it's, it's Daddy Yankee. I'm like, why, why do you guys keep saying Daddy Jenki then? <laughs> and they're like, because he's Puerto Rican. I'm like, this is a fucking – who is this fuck guy? I thought – I was like, this guy's never going to meet anything. Literally two months later, I'm like, okay. Daddy Jenki is apparently the shit. Yeah, but you know what killed Daddy Jenki? He was a huge supporter of John McCain when he ran against the Is that Obama. true? Yeah, it was the oddest pairing ever. He- he's a war hero, bro. <laughs> John McCain. Like, what does Daddy Yankee and 80-year-old John McCain have? Like, they were doing fucking campaigns together and shit. It was the oddest couple. They should put out a a rap album together. Yeah. I'd I'd buy that shit. (laughs) Prisoner of War. All right, let's get to Saturday's game, Prano. Uh, Warriors, Spurs. Yep. Blowout. Blowout. We were playing beach volleyball. Yep. I watched the first half of that. And uh, Spurs just can't score. Spurs just straight up can't score. What's the deal with Kawhi? Kawhi, apparently. His team says yeah, Kawhi. he's not cleared. What does that mean, his team? Sounds like he has his own doctor and his own personal trainer and his own whatever. And, I mean, I think what's happening is Kawhi knows this isn't the team that he's going to win with. Like, that they're not going to win this year. Yeah. And so why come back and play? Right now, when he's, I'm sure he feels good enough to play, but I don't think he feels 100%. And it's like, why risk it for this? But you don't think why he risk was- it if I was? In, I think if the, I think if he believed this team could win a championship, he'd be, uh, he'd be playing. Yeah, but I don't think he thinks they can. But the Spurs are a model sports franchise, not just NBA model sports franchise. Absolutely, we don't think he wants to leave the Spurs, does he? Well, I that just th- wouldn't make any sense. I think he does want to leave the Spurs, but why? I don't know. Uh, maybe he. Why did Kyrie want to leave the Cavs? He wants his own team. He wants, but he the, the, the ball more more than Aldridge. The- he wants to play. He wants to play an upstyle tempo where he can be an MVP candidate. He. 
wants the, the fame that comes from playing anywhere outside of San Antonio, where he walks around and no one gives a shit. And then the guy who wins the rodeo comes around and people start fucking jerking off. <laughs> like, but yeah. I mean, they take 30 days off from playing a home game for the goddamn rodeo. Like, maybe he just wants, he goes like, I could be rich and famous if I play on the Lakers. And maybe he thinks that their, their time is winding down. Who knows? But it certainly seems like he doesn't want to be there, right? Yeah, you can hop in on this, Trevor. <clears throat> well, I was just gonna Did say, Trevor, just send you a four-page text message. Yeah, no, just, it was Pop's quote. I was just gonna yeah. send you Pop's quote That's so cool. you could read it out. There. But yeah, so they asked Pop if they thought Kawhi was gonna be back, and Pop literally said, "You'll have to ask Kawhi in his group that question." Popovich said, "So far, they say that he's not ready to go, so we can't do anything until that happens. Then we would have to decide what's going on from there. But that's the first thing that has to happen." Popovich said Leonard remains in New York where he's continuing to rehabilitate a right quadriceps injury. I just don't think I don't think he's coming back because I think he I think this whole thing it, it has now made I think Popovich has turned on him. That's what I'm Me saying. Parker's turned on him. You, I, I don't, he's left everything sour for the future. Yeah, I don't think necessarily he thought from the beginning, oh, I don't want to be a spur anymore. I think maybe he thought, I don't want I don't think this is the team. That we're going to win with. I'd rather get healthy. I'm coming into a contract situation. I want to be 100%. And now I think, who knows? Maybe Popovich was like, nah, that's bullshit. And he was like, you're fucking bullshit. And now he's only speaking through his team, his group. Like, it sounds like he, you know, now it's a sour situation. And yeah, I don't think he stays a spur. And But they'll be able to get stuff. That's the thing about uh, Greg Popovich. He's going to he's going to turn around, he's going to send Kawhi somewhere and then he's going to get, you know, a fucking second round pick and that guy's going to be uh, an NBA Hall of Famer. The next yeah. Manu Jalo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Manu Jalobi. <laughs> yeah. It sounded like EJ's character that he was doing before. He's like, hello, I am Manu Jalobli, your new intern. I have much Jalobli to give and to receive. It sounds like a good type of sorbet you might yeah, get yeah. on fucking Avid Kinney. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. You see the line outside Jalobly today? It's ridiculous. I didn't watch the Raptors. We None of us watched the next Do you game. know, is Jalobly vegan or is it not? <laughs> you didn't watch what? Well, we were playing volleyball. Beach yeah, volleyball. I didn't see it. We didn't see any of the Raptors. Uh, uh, but it looked like Wizards it was a good game. game. Yeah. There's the Drake curse. You know, he's already right. there. Game yeah. one, already there. Yeah, I watched none of it. But I I think that series it's another one where I don't think they'll I don't think that series will go six games but I think it might be tough for the Raptors. Yeah. Well, the next game I did watch, man, Sixers playing some good basketball like you alluded to earlier. Yeah, I think that I actually think the you know the Heat were up for a while in that game. Uh, I've been talking a lot of people have been asking about my betting strategy, which. You know, it's a very complicated NBA betting strategy, but basically what it comes down to is the zigzag theory where they're going to blow them out game one, and now, and now they're going to have a two. crazy fucking spread, yeah. and it's going to be a close game two. It's going to come down to the last shot. He could win. Uh, I was telling everybody to take the underdogs this week, this weekend in the game ones, and I think it came out like pretty close. I think there was a push depending on whether or not 
you uh, you got that the one game at eight, which I think was the Raptors game, and uh, it was pretty close. But there there's definitely some opportunity to make some money in game two. I think. I think bet on the Heat in Game Two. Yes. I think bet yes. on the Cavs in Game Two. I like both those. Uh, normally, I would say bet on the Spurs in Game Two, but like they just can't score, and yeah. I, don't, I don't think at home in in Oakland, the, depending on how big a spread they make it, maybe. But I think uh, I think bet on the Rockets in Game Two because now they're going to close that that spread up a little bit, and I, and I think the Rockets snuck out of that game, and now the next one will be oh they win by fifteen. Yeah. So this, I think there's money to be had in, in the game twos. We'll go. We'll talk about that more as they approach. Lots of giggling. It's yeah. the peanut gallery over here tonight. Yeah. It's My assistants. <laughs> Your assistants? What are you talking about? I like how you always play this. I already gave EJ a raise. <laughs> I didn't watch the Pelicans Trailblazers. Obviously, it's a great I did. game. Yeah. I, I, you know, I host that hostel <laughs> Anthony show. Davis. Holy shit. Anthony Davis played fucking lights out. Rondo, you know, I'll tell you what. Rondo played pretty well. I'm not a big Rondo fan. He played pretty well, and he distributed the ball specifically to Anthony Davis a lot. If I'm if I'm Terry Stotts, though, I go, uh, guys, can we stop bailing on Rondo or like you know, converging on Rondo at the last second and letting him lob it up to the fucking seven foot guy? He's not going to shoot it. Like, let him go all the way to the basket. He's not going to lay it up. Yeah. Stop fucking leaving him and letting him fucking throw it to the guy who's hammer dunking and getting all kinds of excitement going. Because, man, Anthony Davis played incredible. And that's going to be a fucking tough series because, you know, you have CJ and Lillard, who, obviously. Who fucking laid an egg. Yeah. who They had a tough first half, and it was only close because they put it together in the second half. But you got those two guys. It's, it's one of those series, like, completely different strategies. You have one team that's all perimeter, two guys, it's all on their shoulders, and then one big man in the middle for the Pelicans. But Anthony Davis... And you know I love CJ, and and I'm a and I'm a Lillard fan as well. Anthony Davis is the best player in that series, hands down, hands down. I mean, you doing the Vince Carter yeah, over there? Vince Carter, it's over. Yeah. I mean, what do you have? 35, 14, like it was ridiculous. And he was turnaround jump shots. He's he's squaring guys up like four blocks. Yeah, he played incredible. Yeah, they have to figure out a way to to at least slow him down. And my first piece of advice if the trailblazers want to hire me as an assistant coach stop fucking going at rondo like he's gonna make a let like he's not gonna take a four foot jump shot it's 17 assists yeah exactly because he they would literally pick and roll and then it was like you don't have to forget switching forget staying just let rondo go yeah do you remember when the lakers did that back then they were just like let him shoot like let him shoot at all costs like just let him go. Rondo is he's a fascinating player to me because he's one of those guys who basically said, I'm going to refuse to learn any sense of a jump shot. Yeah. I mean, I'm not talking threes. I'm not talking I don't elbow. Th- I don't know if he – like, look, I don't Dude, know. Dude, he – have you seen a guy who just – a guard position guy who has just never gotten better at shooting the basketball? I mean – I mean, he was shooting like in the forty. Yeah, he's, I just don't. He's never. He's never been a good shooter. But he was shooting like. I don't know if he still is. Probably, I mean, Jason Kidd like, really like, found it like super late in his career, where he was really not a shooter yeah, but either. Rondo was shooting like forty percent from the free throw line. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. That's that's why my advice is stop like guarding him like yeah. he's going to score. He had seventeen assists because you guys. He literally. I mean, I bet you eight of those were lobs. Yeah. 
Well, I want to talk about your Knicks for a minute. But before I do that, I want to remind everybody, if you're going to any NBA playoff games, get those tickets on SeatGeek. I know Prano's been thusting away getting tickets for baseball games All on SeatGeek. All kinds of baseball games coming up. So, yeah, love the SeatGeek. Love looking at my seats. Yeah. And I, what I love most about SeatGeek, besides being able to see a view from all my seats, is the the way they color, like it's color coordinated, color coordinated. Like yeah. the 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 ones I'll go in and there'll just be something like green and bulbous. I'll be like, ooh, that that's probably a good seat. And you find good value. Yeah. I've been finding baseball tickets all up and down the West Coast for the next month, month and a half, all on SeatGeek. It's easy. It's efficient. Now my Reds. We'll talk about that later. You don't even need SeatGeek to buy Red tickets. Yeah, all-time worst. Red tickets are like $5. If you buy them on SeatGeek, they pay you. Yeah, exactly. Because, as you guys know, best of all, all the Dirtballs get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. To get, that $20, to get that $20 off your first purchase, just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. If you want Reds tickets, use promo code DIRTY, get that $20 back, and then buy a piece of the Reds with it. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. I want to talk about your Knicks, though, because... Yeah. They might not be my Knicks for long. I was going to say, you know, Hornacek was fired, which we haven't addressed yet. Yeah, which I, I'm not... Look, I'm not a terribly big Jeff Hornacek fan. I don't think he deserved to be fired they were playing pretty well before uh, Perzingis got hurt. I mean, they were hanging around. They were hanging around the eight, nine yeah. seed in the playoffs for a long time, which, by the way, was right where Philadelphia was all year until Philadelphia made a, a run at the end. I don't think he deserved to be fired, but I'm not. I'm not like terribly upset that he was fired. Like I think that there are better options out there. But it doesn't sound like the Knicks are, Dude, are you seeing, reaching out to the better options. This is, this is currently who the Knicks plan to meet with. Fizdale, which I know who you I like. Who I love. Mark Jackson. Who I will, I will stop being a Knicks fan if they hire, officially. I will hold a press conference in front of this, the Smut Studio wall. I will cut my Knicks gear up into shreds, and I will put on a Bill Walton or C.J. McCollum Blazers jersey and officially be a Blazers fan if they hire Mark Jackson. Ooh. Fact. You heard it here first. Fact. That, Dirty will, sports ha- that will happen. And I've said it before, and anybody who knows it, who knows me, and my my fellow Knicks fans from home, people will go like, I had friends who are Knicks fans that all through the shit Knicks years, they'd be like, dude, what are you doing watching Knicks games? I'm like, this is... I you, We have to do this. But if they... Fucking get rid of Mike D'Antoni. Keep Carmelo Anthony. Fucking have Isaiah Thomas for as long as they did. And then hire Mark Jackson. I'm out. I'm out. And the same thing goes for Doc Rivers. And the same thing goes for Mike Woodson. David Blatt, too, is a name? I don't hate David Blatt, but it's like, I, that's, just, that's just a very uninspired decision. Jerry Stackhouse? I. <laughs> Is Stackhouse a coach? He's on the list of people they're going to meet. Yeah. Is he an assistant somewhere? I think he is. You know who's interesting? Jay Wright. Yeah. What do you think about Jay Wright? Because now he's, you know, Wright's, now you've won two titles in three years. Yep. You're basically at the top of your game. What, what more can you do at Nova besides 
pad those stats. I don't know enough about his coaching style. His coaching style and what he's been able to I mean, obviously I've seen their their style of play. It is pretty NBA, like current day NBA style from what I've seen. A it lot is. A, a lot of three point shooting. But I just don't know enough about him. I like I like him. He seems like a good guy. He's always pretty great, you know, with the media. He seems like he'd fit in New York. I'm sure he'd get a whole new rack of suits. He'd look good on the sidelines. Um, I wouldn't hate the Jay Wright hiring, but I don't really know enough. I'd be like, I, I'd, I would, I'd way rather have Jay Wright than any of those other guys that were named, besides Fizdale, who I really like. I mean, I mean, they're talking about Jeff Van Gundy. No, Jeff Van Gundy's style of coaching was antiquated when he was in the league, and he, and he's been out of the league for. 12 years. When's the last time Jeff Van Gundy coached basketball? It's been a minute. Yeah. No thanks on Jeff Van Gundy. I already already watched him like barely be able to coach a Knicks team. I was not a Jeff Van Gundy fan when he was in the Knicks. So Mark coach. Jackson would be the last straw for you as a New York Knicks fan. And I'd actually... I, Even though he gave the Knicks a lot of great years himself... As a fucking point guard? Great. You don't don't give a shit. Yeah, I also don't want fucking Charlie Ward to coach the Knicks. Or fucking Derek Harper. Like, I'm not hoping that they sign Rod Strickland to be the new head coach of the fucking New York Knicks. Or Steve Francis. Or any of the other fucking shithead point guards. Steve Francis is so old now. Yeah. Have you seen him? No. You know they say black don't crack? Steve Francis I mean, the only... Honestly, the Knicks point guard... That I'd most be interested in Jeremy Lin. At least he went to Harvard. <laughs> Marbury would be a great head coach. Marbury, Marbury would be a that? great head coach. You imagine having a head coach he'd that has all, a he'd star have all the players wearing his, his fucking head, <laughs> wearing his own sneakers that have a fucking wheel on them that sell for six dollars because he owns his own Chinese factory that he lives in. He's still in China. Huh? Can you imagine having a head coach that once ate sh- fucking shaving cream? What, what what did Marbury do? Didn't you remember, do you remember the fucking Marbury like in the early days of like fucking like Ustream and shit? He was eating like Vaseline and fucking eating like shaving cream. Pull up fucking Stefan Marbury Vaseline. Why was he doing that? Because he's a fucking <laughs> lunatic. He's a goddamn lunatic. I can play. There's a YouTube video. I can play it. It's the it. the YouTube video is titled "Stefan Marbury Eats Vaseline." But what are we playing here? It's I how mean, long is it? Isn't it a visual, Trevor? How yeah, long is it? It's two minutes. But it's yeah. a, but it's a visual. Yeah, it's it's audio yeah. too. Where he's like, you do this for your throat, coach your throat, and they're like, don't do that, that'll poison you. He's like, nah, it's good. I've been doing it for years. Yeah, he's a lunatic. What a lunatic. Yeah, I'd actually prefer Stephon Marbury to Mark Jackson. Man, at least I'd be like, I don't know whether or not saying to eat Vaseline to your team works, but I know that fucking telling them to like look at the man next to him and pray together with like fucking during a 20 second timeout is not how you do it. Fuck Mark Jackson. So he's number one on your shit list you wouldn't want. Yeah, him and Doc Rivers. I want nothing to do with Doc Rivers. Nothing. I don't need, I don't need coaches with hoarse voices just yelling at people about. God. These guys are losing their shit. They're apparently watching the video. <laughs> the worst thing is that he's he looks like he's shirtless. Yeah. yeah. Is he's he definitely dead shirtless. or something? He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to eat some Vaseline for you guys real quick. God. <laughs> Steph Marbury. You know what I love about this whole thing with Steph Marbury? 
even though he only went, I think, for a year or two. He went to Georgia Tech. Yeah. I, I love when these guys go to, like, a good tech school. Yeah. Like, Stefan Marbury went to the Georgia Institute of Technology. Yeah. There's nothing technologically savvy yeah, he's about like, that guy. I remember my engineering class. They were like, what you need to make things run better are oil. He's like, that's why I eat Vaseline. They're like, nah, that's not how it works. He's like, sometimes when I'm feeling slow, I cover my body in WD-40. Spread on my ass. They're like, no, don't do that. That will poison you. Uh, amazing. You want to get us some baseball, Prano? I got to play 44 minutes tonight. Get me some motor oil. <laughs> Please don't drink motor oil, Steph. <laughs> We're about 14, 15 games in the baseball season? Yeah. And I put this down as a question. When do we start caring about teams' good or bad starts? 30 games in? Uh, I'm going to say 25-30. How how, I, I disagree entirely. Okay. I think... When does it really start mattering? I think it starts mattering. I think it's already started mattering. Okay. In terms of, it's not really how good a team is doing. Like, if you look at, uh, if you look at, let's say, the AL West, the Angels are in first place, I think, right? Correct. And they're how many games up on the Astros? Three. Trevor's telling me three. So, first of all, just pacing out in front of the Astros is important, right? You don't want the defending World Series champs running away with the division. But it's the Astros, right? Like, do you think anybody on the Astros is worried that they're three games back? No. Probably not. Now, let's turn to my team's division, for example. I don't think the Mets, how many games up on the Phillies are the Mets? Three. Okay. I don't think the Mets are going like, we're fucking stoked that we're up three games on the Phillies. Because... I don't think anybody's expecting the Phillies to win that division. How many games up are they on the Nationals? Six. That's important. They have a six-game lead on the fucking Nationals uh, uh, two weeks into the season? No, there's six games up on the Nationals. Oh, the, Mets, the Mets. Yeah. So their division <laughs> rival, they're six games up on. Like, that's, that's who everybody thinks is going to be competing. I mean, we're talking two weeks into the season? You have a six-game lead on the team everybody thinks is going to win the division. That's important. You, There's a saying, you can't win the division in April, but you can't lose the division in April. Then what about on the opposite end? we got to talk about the Dodgers. Yeah. Playing some really bad baseball. They're five and a half back. They're five and nine to start the season. Yeah. I think that's also a big deal because they're in a very competitive division where three teams made the playoffs last year. The... What what's the uh, Diamondbacks record? Eleven and four. That, that like for if the Dodgers were five and nine, and the team leading the division was nine and five or eight and six, not nearly as big a deal. But when the Diamondbacks are getting off to a hot start simultaneous with the Dodgers getting off to a shitty start, that's a big deal. Uh, and the and the Rockies have been playing well. These three teams that made the playoffs last year. You don't want to fuck around and be 10 games back of first place come May or June. That's not a good position to be in. Now, obviously, Turner's out, but, dude, I think it's important. I've been watching baseball my whole life, and every year some team comes out of nowhere, and you're like, why did they suddenly win fucking their, like, 
12 of their first 15 games, inevitably one of those teams makes the playoffs. Because they're like, good, yeah. The Mets, the Pirates, the Diamondbacks, the Angels, a couple of those teams are making the playoffs. Yeah. And the Red Sox, off to a historical start for them. Yep. Yeah. 13 and 2. Playing fantastic. And what are the Yankees at? 7 and 7. 35 and a half games back. Yeah. I like that you're just staring at the standings now. <laughs> you're like, well, you're like taking it all in. I just, I, I mean, the Reds, I have to be a homer talk about the Reds for a minute. It's their worst start since the Great Depression. That's what I saw, the stat was, since like 1930 something. They're 2 and 13. And I saw the Reds have scored the fewest amount of runs and given up the most runs. Like, like, like that's not a good combination. No. It's very, very bad. Two and 13. Two and 13. Sometimes you got to win just games accidentally. Dude, like Joey Votto, nothing. Joey Votto doesn't have a home run. What, four I, RBIs. What's Joey Votto? Like, if Joey Votto just must be like in Kawhi Leonard mode where he's like, I, what, what do I do here? Like, should I, should I just... Should I hire a team and then have that team tell the Reds, I don't want to play? The only reason Joey Votto gets up to play is to troll fans at this yeah. point. That's his number one. So what, what, what do you do if you're a Reds fan? Like, are you just out? Do you, have you watched a single game? I have. I, you, know, you know what game I put on? <laughs> I put on a couple games. The first game I put on was them against the Pirates. It was 3-3, and they lost 14-3. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, we're in this one, and we're out. That's amazing. You know what you do? I was thinking about that because they come out here in a few weeks. If See, I said it when we did our baseball preview. They should solely, their only purpose right now should be having Billy Hamilton like steal 150 bases. Who cares? You're going to lose 14 to 3. Who cares if he gets thrown out? It's bad, man. You just don't care. Like, it's not that you don't care. I'll go to games. Does your manager get fired, like, in the season? He should. He's, a, he's a not a good manager. <laughs> Two and 13. It's one of those ones, like, you got you to gotta win games just by chance sometimes. Man, it's rough, dude. It's the complete opposite of the Mets, who aren't even playing that well. And are, what are we, 12 and 2 now? Yeah. 12 and 2. Glorious. Undefeated on the road. Yeah. Yeah, we had we had a road trip, one swept swept the road trip. Wilmer Flores hit a walk off today against the team he was traded to and cried about. Oh, it's just fantastic. I do find it interesting that both the Dodgers and the Cubs are not playing good. Yeah, two teams. Everybody, you know, a hot pick for the World Series. Yeah, I think the Cubs will figure it out, but and I think the Dodgers will to some extent too. But you got to worry for the Dodgers. My, you know. Trevor knows. Dodgers fans out there know. I've always been critical of their manager, and this is this is the difference. Like, I don't think anybody thinks the Mets have a better roster than the Dodgers, but I've been watching every fucking Mets game, and I'm like, dude, Mickey Calloway, like, I, I bow at the altar of this guy already. Like, he makes all the right fucking moves. And Dave Roberts, a lot of talent, Played well last year, had everybody cruising. Now it's bumping the road. They lose one guy, and it's like fucking the wheels are off. Still got Kershaw, though. Yeah. Pitched another good game today. Yeah, which is only going to win you a game every five days. Yeah. Were you watching any of the Houston-Texas game tonight? No. 
But I know Bartolo Colon fucking. He had a no no going into the eighth. Perfect game into the eighth, right? Going into the eighth. I, sexy. I flipped that guy's over. unbelievable. It's 44. Yeah. Yeah. I flipped over to watch he's, it. He, yeah, he's fantastic. He's just, I mean, for people who aren't like, you know, my age, uh, Bartolo Colon, when he was young, he was he was throwing 100 miles an hour. Like, he was skinny. He was a fucking fireballer. It's just, he's a perfect example of a guy. Throughout the course of his career, as he got as he got less sort of, you know, I don't want to say talented, but like as age started to come on, he just started learning to pitch. I mean, he's just he's just brilliant. He's just brilliant. He's proof that you don't need to throw a hundred. If EJ put on like a hundred pounds, <laughs> he might look like yeah. Bartolo Colon. Yeah, I'm serious. I, I used to Trevor, be really pull fat, up a picture so. of old. Pull up a picture of Bartolo Colon rookie. You used to be fat? Yeah. I like, was how fat. much fatter were you? Uh, I think the fattest I got was when I was a freshman in college. I was like, I was probably like 200 pounds. How yeah. tall are you? I'm 5'8, five, 5'9. Five, wow. Yeah. 5'9, yeah. 200 pounds. Yeah. I was a hefty boy. I was a husky <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Do you look like a young Bartolo Colon? <laughs> 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 What's Colon? Dom- Dominican? I think he's a Dominican. Yeah. I think. I don't, I don't remember. Maybe, maybe you know what? Again. You know what I saw tonight? I saw because he was going against Verlander. I saw that when Cologne entered Major League Baseball, Verlander was ten. That's amazing. Verlander's not young. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Verlander was ten. That's crazy. It is wild. He's fun to watch, though, man. He's so fun. I mean, I'll never, I'll literally never forget being in San Diego when he hit that home run. Like that, that that's that's a top three. Live sports moment for me. Easily. I was like, holy shit, he just fucking did it. It was, I mean, it was one of those things where everybody was talking about it. Padres fans are explaining it to, like, people are explaining it to each other. Like, Dude, why is this a big deal? That was a Friday night, right? It was a uh, Saturday. I think it was a, it was a weekend for sure. It, no, it was certainly a weekend. I think it was it a Friday night. It might have been a Saturday. Okay. Might have been a Saturday. It was definitely it was a, a day, night. It was a day game. It was a day game? Yeah. I just remember Twitter was losing. Yeah, it must their have been a Saturday day game. Shit. Yeah, when that happened. Do you think they should start the season later? There's been so many postponed or they delayed games. They should certainly start it later than March 29th or whatever when they started it this year. Like, I don't understand why baseball's always been opening in April. A few years ago, like a few times over the last few years, they would do like, oh, this team's going to play in Japan three days before the season starts so that they can get back and fly back and have a regular game or whatever. But April 1st, that's when baseball starts. Like, it's it's in April. And we're now to the point where with climate change or whatever, like, these seasons keep getting extended. That's what I was – Goldberg was actually saying that to me. Yeah. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. He was saying like, dude – November now isn't the old November. Right. Those first 15 days of November are a lot of times like a good fall weather. Yeah. I've said what we need is like a leap a month just to get back on schedule. We just need to go like it's going to be September again. We're doing two Septembers, you know, or skip however it works or fucking skip a month and go right into. But with baseball, with the way the weather's changing, I don't know why they would move it up a week. That's for sure. Just start it and like start it April fucking first or April second or whatever. It'll help a little bit. Or why not just start it mid-April? Sure. 
I'm also in favor of the 144 game schedule. That'll never happen. Baseball has such a hard on for their records. Yeah, but that's going. It's more and more. It's going out the window. Like not as much as they used to. You think? Yeah. Now it's all fucking advanced stats and war and all that shit. So gone are the days where like, oh god, he had 200 hits. I think it'd be fine. Look, the only record that matters, first of all, no one's going to have 190 RBIs, right? So we don't have to worry about that. The Ted, Ted Williams won everyone at, you're talking about the important records? Yeah. Ted but, Williams. What? You're saying the average? Yeah. Being the last guy to hit 400. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a but that's one. that's a fucking. You're right. That doesn't that's matter a, for that's games. A, yeah, it's an average. The only one anybody cares about is home runs. Home runs. And let's be honest, that record's bullshit anyway. Yeah. So now we have the pre-steroids era. We have the post We have the steroid era. We have the post-steroid era. And then we're going to have that 144-game era. Also, Babe Ruth played 144 games. True. You know what gets me through baseball season, Prano? Blue Apron. Is that what gets you through? Dude, it's 162 games. I need those excellent home-cooked meals that I get from Blue Apron. Because they, sh- they ship it. Right to your house. Sits down. He's like, I'm going to watch a Reds game. It's 1-1 in the third inning. It's 15-1 in the sixth inning. You're like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and cook a pork chop. Yeah. Go cook a pork chop. Eat dinner for two by myself. But, but the Reds are so bad. What I love about Blue Apron, most of their meals you can cook in about 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. It could be a tie game, but at the end of that 45 minutes, they're down by 10 runs. You're a big Blue, big blue Apron guy. I am. I love Blue you Apron. you have a lady. I do. And that's, and that's my go-to move is... Get get me some blue apron, cook dinner for us, sit down. It's like it's it makes it seem like she says it all the time, she's like, You're such a good cook. I'm like, I literally follow instructions. Yeah. It's the best. It's a step by step. It's basically my advice, a sports if, play. Yeah. My advice if you're if you're a dirtball listening out there, get blue apron. Don't tell your lady or man that you got blue apron and then just ah. cook and then just cook like, you know, well give me some of the stuff that they're serving right now. Well, they offer 12 new recipes. Great. A week. A week. Oh, yeah. That's the thing with Blue Apron now. Now you can choose. You can be like, I want this. I don't want that. Yeah. It's fantastic. You pick two or three of them. And guys, if you want to satisfy your partner. (laughs) (laughs) Not making it into the ad room. Check out this week's menu (laughs) and get your first three meals for free at blueapron.com forward slash dirty. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I I think I feel like I need a dirt ball Blue Apron store. I need I need a dirt ball that gets Blue Apron, cooks some Blue Apron for their lady, and then tells me the the, the post Blue Apron story. Yeah, so just go to blueapron.com forward slash dirty to get those first three meals for free. It's a go to. It really is. <laughs> This has got the pause on today, right? You notice that? I, I feel like there's a I feel like there's a glitch in the mainframe. I'm finding my Zen, bro. I got the the headband. I'm like finding. I think my, it's cutting off circulation to your brain. I'm finding my chi, bro. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know if you just if that's a normal thing. Yeah, but you just kind of stop and you look at Prano. Yeah, then, I, I wonder what you're thinking. You're I'm like, like, why is he looking at me like that? All right. I'm chill. I'm chill. What, what, what are you saying, eh? <laughs> If, if I hold on, you know, give the give the mic to Trevor though. F- seriously, have I not been more relaxed the last couple of weeks? Yeah. 
I'm trying. To, well, I wasn't here for. Trevor's it. like an abused wife. You're asking him at like you're asking him at a dinner party. Like, well, I also I haven't beaten you in like months, right? He's like, yeah. What's the right answer? I also wasn't here right. for like a week and a half, yeah. so who who knows what was going on then? Well, you know why? Because I did another float lab a couple weeks ago. It centers me. It's floating that Epsom salt. It centers me. Completely does. Some of these NFL guys need to do some float labs, man. These guys are losing their damn mind. Great transition. <laughs> See how smooth that was? Some of these NFL guys, like who, for example? Like Daryl Worley. Who's Daryl Worley, and what did he do? <laughs> he was the guy who did play for the Eagles up until this morning. Okay. Who they found passed out in his car, and there was guns. There was a gun in the car, mm-hmm. and then he went against the cops. Or I don't. I don't know. That's where it gets blurry. Like. He was combative, they said, with the cops. Yeah. So he was tased. He was tased. Ooh, he was tased. Wow. Yeah. And the Eagles didn't mess around. They just got him in that trade with the Panthers with Torrey Smith. Okay. So they just got him. And they cut him. Okay. Well, yeah. Rip Worley. I saw a crazy scene last night with the cops. Yeah? Like insane. A couple guys hanging out at a Starbucks, not ordering anything, got dragged out. <laughs> You hear that fucking story? I, I that saw. Some, that was some bullshit. Yeah. Well, last night. And by the way, here's the thing about about that Starbucks story. Like, of course, it was fucked up because the uh, black people are right. That shit does not happen to white people. But here's the thing. I think that th- this is what we should do going forward. If you black, white, Puerto Rican, I don't care. If you're at Starbucks and you don't order anything, drag them the fuck out in handcuffs. But keep it. I don't want it to be a racial thing. White people, too. Like, you're that dude who's just sitting there on your laptop. You ordered a coffee like six hours ago. Now you're still at fucking Starbucks just sitting there. Like, dude, this isn't your fucking office. You're out of here. And you're going to the fucking the clink. Well, another bigger thing that this shed some light on is our three-year discussion from three years ago that I said black people didn't go to Starbucks. Yeah. This has debunked my theory that black people do go maybe, to Starbucks. No, maybe maybe it doesn't. Maybe the people at Starbucks are like, what the fuck is happening? Here, what are they doing here? They're not ordering anything. Black people don't Here's the thing, though. Those two black guys were going to meet a white guy. So they didn't order anything. So technically, did they? Re- I mean, they were physically in Starbucks, but they, ah, did they really go true. to yeah, Starbucks? Yeah, that was the problem. They didn't order anything. They didn't order anything. They were just sitting there waiting for the white guy, who I, I would imagine is a very Starbucks frequenter. Yes. <laughs> very Starbucks frequenter. Yes. They're it. probably back there going like, now, I don't, now, they're EJ's, probably in the back Let's get going, EJ on the mic yeah. on this. He's Puerto Rican. Now, make sure you put the mic closer to your mouth. There yeah, you yeah. Thanks, buddy. Do channel, you, channel your daddy janky. Yeah. Daddy janky, okay. Do you go to Starbucks? Yeah, I go to Starbucks. Okay. Not very often, but... I mean, You're a I, coffee man, though. Yeah, I like drinking coffee. 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 Yeah, for sure. For okay. Sure. All right. Well, last night, yeah. the cops, dude, right in front of the hostel... Yeah. Out of nowhere, they tackle this Mexican dude. All these cop cars pull up, tackle him. Guns drawn. Five or six cops come out. I'm not just talking like hand handguns. Two cops roll up with M16s in this guy's face. There's like 40 people. Of course, I'm one of them, but I wasn't filming. Just <laughs> filming. It was foreigners were losing their shit. Like, oh my god! Because of course, when the M16s come out, I'm like, welcome to America. M16s. Yeah, M16s. What what did this guy do? I don't know. But then there was some massive... Sh- then some white guy came out of nowhere. They tackled him, too. And then a bunch of cops hopped in their car, sped off. I, there, some shit was going on. Yeah, clearly. There's machine guns. Yeah. It sounds like a SWAT team. Yeah, it was fucking insane. He, he definitely didn't fucking, like, you know, 
steal a burrito from Chipotle. Like, yeah. they don't fucking. So you didn't, no one knew what was going on? And the cops wouldn't say. I asked them. Because they, they had the white guy in custody, and I, you know me, I popped out. I'm like, uh, they're all still, like, hanging around. I'm like, so, uh, what's going on? And he's like, we can't talk about it. I'm like, dude, I host a comedy show here. I'm kind of a big yeah. deal. <laughs> Can you uh, divulge some info for me? Because like, your- don't make me use my karate on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, your sirens kind of ruined one of my roofie jokes. So uh, the crowd was a little occupied by your distraction. The cop was like, well, it was a roofie joke. So it kind of ruined itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You don't see that shit in Santa Monica, though. M16's drawn, dude. Yeah. Two cops. And I noticed it was interesting because the cops, it was like every different ethnic background. There was like four or five cops. It was a white guy. It was a black cop. It was a Hispanic cop. And it was an Asian cop. I feel like they're just trying to cover all their bases in case yeah. like some bad shit happens. You know? They need a Native American guy there like just playing the flute. <laughs> that's a Tyler Perry sitcom just waiting right? to happen. Yeah. That whole crew right there. That's, that's right. Handle him with care. <laughs> I want to bring up Dez for a quick minute. Des Bryant, cut by the Cowboys. We talked about this yesterday when we were playing volleyball. I said he needs to be a possession receiver. And I said, I don't understand. I didn't even, like, I don't even, he's he's a drop ball machine. He's, like, the complete opposite of a possession receiver. You're basically like, he should get more sure-handed and run better routes. <laughs> like, yeah, that's why they cut him, because he doesn't do that stuff. I saw Des has not had 900 yards receiving a season for three seasons yeah like he's been bad for three seasons yep. i don't think people fully realize that yeah he's not good no he's not a franchise receiver no in fact he like it, it's not even that he was he's not a franchise receiver he's not the leading receiver on his own team every year he's not like i mean cole beasley's getting more yards than you and you're making 16 million dollars like how long did you think that this was going to go on for yeah Cole Beasley is playing for, like, 12 packs of Lone Star. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's not – they don't actually pay him cash money to be there. Red man chewing tobacco. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He's just like, I could be a Dallas Cowboy. And they're like, fuck yeah. He's like, I'll pay you to play. And they're like, we will take yeah. your money. He's like, here's $15. And they're like, get out there, Beasley. Yeah. Meanwhile, Dez is making $15 million. Doesn't catch anything. It's like everyone saw that he was going to be cut. Everyone. Yeah. But Dez. Right. Completely shocked and butt hurt. Yeah. But they say he's going to try to stay within the division. The Redskins are looking like the team he might go to. Well, he, I, I even saw your Giants, I'll be honest. He's absolutely not going to end okay. up being a New York Giant. I, but I saw that on a short list. Not Because he walked out saying he's going to be back twice this year. So Dez Bryant, who didn't know that being the 65th best receiver in football wasn't worth $15 million, suddenly knew seconds after getting cut that he already has suitors in the division, which, by the way, four days later have still not signed him. Like, what's what's the holdup? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Des Bryant... I don't think Des Bryant is ending up on the Giants or the Eagles. If the If the Redskins want him... Great. Somebody's going to give him like $4 million for a season, see what he can do. Right? Yeah. So, good luck to Dez. 
I hate to just drill this into the ground. What happened? Do, do we do we bring up the Kaepernick thing, man? Oh, with the Seahawks. Right. For, I forgot. It's been it's been it's a couple it, days since yeah that went down. Uh, I I don't know what else there is to okay, say. Okay, good. Right, except exactly what I tweeted the other day, which is at this point, if you're one of those people who thinks it's about anything besides kneeling, just kill yourself. Yeah, I was reading an article in the Ringer about that. It's like, oh, uh, he's also kind of a locker. It's like, well, not so much that the Seattle Seahawks didn't want to sign him. He's washed. Well, not so much that yeah Pete Carroll didn't want him. So at it was literally we want to work you out. Because our backup quarterback got arrested for the 40th time for beating up his girlfriend. So, you know, you know what they say, 40 strikes and you're out in the NFL unless we don't have it on tape and then we'll probably let you keep playing. But, you know, uh, he was gone. They need a backup. They call Kaepernick because why Why wouldn't they? Of, of course. A, a, a fantastic backup for Russell Wilson. And then they ask him to stop kneeling. Well, they he ask says, him if he will stop kneeling. And he says no. And then they cancel his workout. So it's one, it was 100% about his kneeling. Well, and what's interesting is I read an article on The Ringer about it. And that's exactly what I think one of the sentences said word for word. If you don't think this is about his activism, then you're just like this. It's plain and simple right here. And, but what's interesting. How much more clear could it be? I, it, it can't be. It, the, but the it Seahawks, didn't say, but, but the article goes in depth, which I, was, with, which I thought was interesting, was saying the Seahawks have been open to these guys, though. Yeah. The, the Michael Bennett's and a few of the other guys who've been just as openly uh, active and honest about their feelings, the Seahawks had no problem, you know, having on their roster. That's what they're saying. They were shocked that I mean, suddenly. Pete Carroll's a fucking 9-11 truther. Yeah. So. Like, I honestly think Pete Carroll, as a coach, was like, let's bring in Kaepernick. You know what the article was maybe alluding to, which I never thought of? The article was alluding to maybe the NFL itself is putting pressure on some of these teams. On owners and GMs. Yes. I think, I mean, it seems obvious to me that Pete Carroll was like, let's do it. And then somebody else stepped in and was like, oh, if he's going to kneel, fuck that. Yeah. But meanwhile, like, people are kneeling now. And it's also not, it's like now we're fucking two years removed from him. It's not a big fucking story. Like, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I can't go, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to tell people to kill themselves like over and over and over again. Nah, but, I kind like, of enjoy that. I know, but it, it's, it's very simple. There is, it is about nothing. It's not about his play. It's not about his socks. It's not about his teeth. They weren't like, uh, Coach Carroll, you know, he had, Socks that had pigs on it, right? And he was like, oh, fuck. Well, then we can't have them. Like, they, all that stuff happened. He fucking wore a t-shirt that had Castro on it. He wore fucking socks that had pigs on it. He, his, his girlfriend called the fucking, you know, Ravens guy a slave owner. His, like, all that stuff. And Pete Carroll was like, let's bring him in. I'd like him to be Russell Wilson's backup. And then they were like, are you going to still kneel? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, fuck it. It's hundred percent about his kneeling. That's it, and and what that what that says to me is it's a hundred percent about a guy who started other players thinking we need to have a voice, we need to 
be able to have free speech. We need to be able to express ourselves. And yeah, now there's other guys doing it, but they're blackballing the guy who gave other adults in America the idea that they should be able to have an opinion. They don't like that shit. They're like, no, 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 no. We can't be fucking promoting that shit. It's got to be like, if you're trying to tell other guys to have a fucking opinion, then you're fucking out. And guess what? Fucking ratings in football are down. Ratings in college basketball are down. Ratings in baseball are down. Ratings in fucking hockey have been down since fucking Wayne Gretzky retired. Ratings in everything are down because people are fucking streaming shit and doing other shit. And everybody, you know, God, they, everybody's got to go watch a new fucking Marvel movie. Everybody's got to watch this. Everybody's got to watch that. Everybody has too much shit to do now. Got to go to fucking Coachella. You got to be on Instagram all day. People just aren't watching shit. One league. One league. Ratings are fucking through the roof. NBA playoffs. Two fucking games. Saturday, Sunday. 17% up. And that's the one league where players are allowed to fucking say whatever they want. Teams are entirely skipping trips to the White House. Uh, Donald Trump's calling people, the president, a jackass. Uh, the Clippers are saying we won't play for a racist, make him fucking sell the team, or we're walking. The one league that lets their players have a voice, have an opinion, and their ratings are through the fucking goddamn roof, and you're telling me that if Colin Kaepernick plays, a bunch of people are not going to watch football anymore? Fucking kill yourself. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted, guys, was in epic Prano. Rant and kill yourself. Thank you, Joe Prano. Yeah, you're welcome. You want to get to some? You know what you should do? You should fucking. <laughs> you should get a fucking big jar of Vaseline, and not a little spoon that you like stir fucking tea with, like the big spoon when you're trying to fucking serve ice cream for the whole family, and just keep eating it and keep eating it, Stefan Mar- Marbury style, until you die. Uh, he's gonna hurt their bottom line. It's all about selling tickets. Well, the NBA is selling a fucking shit ton of tickets, and people are literally going to fucking deep, dark corners of cable TV to watch the NBA playoffs. Watch the shit on TNT? Fuck out of here. NFL ratings are down on fucking Fox? I agree. I agree. It's all about one thing. And if you disagree, you just don't understand facts. Yeah. Big fan of facts over here. We know that. Okay. Maybe those guys at Starbucks weren't standing for the anthem. Then they deserve to get dragged out by the cops. I think we should uh, attempt some dirtball calls. Now, this is a big first. Trevor is manning dirtball calls. Okay. So So let's get the headphones on. So we're going to put the headphones on. Everybody put their headphones on. Make sure we can all hear. Sorry, EJ. Sorry. You know what? I actually well, even I, our show's racist at this point. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we can't leave the Puerto Rican guy out. I think I got a pair of headphones for him over there. Oh, look damn. up, look on my bed, Ruther. I take care of my people. I think there's a pair for EJ. Yeah, yeah. No, no make it go around the other way. Or, or you know, it might be better if he sits over there. Just, you just walk around. Yeah, you just walk, walk in front of the, the camera. camera. It's all good. People just see your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so... We should make him run back and forth like he's caught in a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get to uh, the dirtball calls. Yeah, I would just make sure you're monitoring the uh, the Zoom, Trev. There we go. Let's start off with uh, let's start off with CT's call. Can we do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruther, Prano, CT here in Seattle. 
Uh, just watched the Andre the Giant documentary on HBO. Uh, it was awesome. I highly recommend it. I'm not even a wrestling fan, but it was super fun. Um, what is your guys' favorite sports documentary besides the 30 for 30? Because those are always the best. I know. But what's your favorite sports documentary series or just movie in general? Uh, peace out. Condoms are for University of Washington. Go Cougs. Did you watch the Andre the Giant documentary? I didn't, but I've heard only good things about it's it. It's fantastic. Obviously, I'm not a big wrestling guy myself, but it was from the era that I did watch wrestling, obviously, growing up in the fucking 80s. When you, when you were a child. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. Just want to clarify Andre, that. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant. Well, the 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 other thing about wrestling in in that era was they were just wrestlers. Like that was the that was what they did. It wasn't like it wasn't like like and if you watch the documentary, Andre the Giant was like an actual wrestler. He wrestled in like France. Then he came over here and became a professional wrestler. Hulk Hogan was like a bodybuilder and then like a wrestler. You know what I mean? These guys were wrestlers. They weren't like they were on the real world and then they were wrestling or they were like the fucking host of The Apprentice and then they're like fighting over a briefcase at WrestleMania or they're like, you know, fucking John Cena who's like, oh, I'm going to stop in and then I'm going to do a fucking, you know, Amy Schumer movie. It's like just be a wrestler. If you want to do that, be a wrestler. But also, yeah, I was a child. I was 12 years old, 10 years old. <laughs> well, mine, as you're looking something up on your phone. Yep. Mine, without a doubt, is the OJ one, and the, I, the, like the thirty-part OJ. And I know that's series. you know an easy answer, but as you guys know, I am so fascinated by OJ Simpson. That was an in-depth, what eight to nine-hour documentary, and it was a thirty for thirty. I thought it was so good because it addressed, you know, everything, everything around the fascination of OJ. A lot of stuff which I didn't know. I didn't know that OJ basically when he became famous, distanced himself from all black people and how he only hung around white I'm people. I'm not black, I'm OJ. Yeah. I, I didn't know a lot of that stuff. And then how during the case, because I was still relatively young, then he was suddenly, you know, Malcolm X. Like I didn't know that he had changed the whole persona to fit get him getting out. Like I didn't know all those things and all the other things surrounding it. So to me, the OJ Simpson documentary is the, is the best sports documentary I've ever seen. I'll, I'll give you guys one that I fucking loved. It's on Netflix called the battered bastards of baseball. And it is a documentary about a minor league baseball team in Portland, Oregon. They, uh, were a class a baseball team. I think they might've been a Mariners, uh, affiliate, and then they got dropped. I think they got rid of the like the Northwest League or whatever it was up there. And they were an independent. Oh, also they're owned by Kurt Russell's dad, who was on like Bonanza and shit. Bing Russell. So he owns this fucking baseball team. They're an affiliate team. So Kurt Russell played for them, right? Kurt Russell played for yeah, them. Yeah, I remember that. They were an affiliate team. Then they got they they stopped being a affiliate of one of the major league baseball teams. But somehow he convinced that the Northwest League or whatever it was to let them keep playing and he he signed all these guys to play for him that were not affiliated with major league teams so they were not on their way somewhere they were just guys it was they were basically semi pro baseball players they were just playing for him and then they were playing against kids that were going to the big leagues or were in affiliations and it's fucking incredible 
And, and it's that's a on fan- Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. The Battered Bastards of Baseball. It's really good. I mean, the 30 for 30s are so good. Yeah. And then even uh, was was the uh, was the Parcells Belichick one? Was that a 30 for 30? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. But uh, NFL Network does. They have their documentary series. Football, football Life. life. A football oh, Life, yeah. Oh, bro. Don't even get me. Yeah. I love a football. I watch a Football Life, and I'm like, dude, I want to change the world. Like, those guys, they make it so inspiring. In fact, I have I have a bunch still on my uh, DVR queue because, dude, a Football Life. They're all good. They're all great. Football Life's all great. Dude, I watch a Football Life, and I'm like, this is why I love football. These guys are so amazing. Cause they all have, they all have, like, like I didn't know Jim Kelly was just banging everything in sight until I watched a Football Life. <laughs> yeah, like Jim, I mean, he admits it on yeah. a Football Life. Yeah. He's just like, dude, I was always cheating on my wife. I had girls in every city, like, like it's really interesting. Like, anyway, let's try. Uh, and he's going down on all of them. That's why oh, I got the. Oh, dude, too soon. He just got out of the hospital. <laughs> Like two days ago, I got out of the hospital for his like fortieth time. <laughs> Didn't fucking cur- it wasn't Michael Douglas who said he got like mouth cancer from going down on chicks? Yeah, it was it was Michael Douglas said he got throat cancer from uh, eating box. Now eating ass. That's maybe. what Jim Kelly gets from going down on girls like on the road when he's like playing Cleveland. <laughs> Do not go down on chicks in Cleveland, bro. <laughs> let's try uh, let's try Jose's call. Hey, this is Zach from Northwest Ohio. It's not not Jose. Four one nine, right? No, it says five six two next to Jose. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we went in. We didn't go in the right order. No, I know, but Trevor doesn't read. I go. Let's try Jose's call. We can do that one too. I don't really care. I, I actually, let, let's try Jose's call. Five six two. Okay. Joey Bottles. You know. You know Joey. Yeah. Yo, what up, boys? Jose Bottles, Joey Bottles, down in San Diego. Just wanted to make sure you got my message. Sending you guys pizzas for the 420 episode. No, this Sending is nothing but love. You got to do his newest guys one. Smoke a shitload of weed. <laughs> a shitload of three, there's three of them. So is it the top, bottom, middle? Well, what does it say? It just say the date next to him, Trevor. I love this. This is great. We're working out the kinks on the air. It should say. Got it. <laughs> Hey, what's up, Dirty Sports? It's Joey Bottles coming from, coming from San Diego. Real shit, real question. When is it okay to switch teams? When I was a little kid, living out in butt-fucking San Bernardino, Fontana area, I fell in love with the Dallas Cowboys. Now I'm a 30-year-old man. I live in San Diego. There's no football teams, of course. But I'm originally from L.A. my whole life, practically. So where do I go? Do, can I switch to the Rams? Can I switch to the Chargers? I mean, you know, you know what I mean. Like, I'm, I'm a little confused. I want to switch. My foot, you know, one foot thirty Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> but do I stay loyal? Can I leave? What's your guys' opinion? When is it okay to leave? Thanks, guys. Stay dirty. Condoms are still for Trevor. Oh, oh whoa! Shit! Shots fired. He's like, that's why you wanted to play this call, wasn't it? You just wanted to wait till we got to the end. It was comes over Trevor. No, that's I why. For, I wanted to play the call because he's like, yo, I kind of like guys, but I, you know, my family <laughs> wouldn't like it. Like, I want to switch teams. You know, I don't know. 
He's uh, like, when's the best time to come out? <laughs> and my fucking, I don't want to do it at dinner, my, but I don't want to. My niece is quinceanera. Like, I don't know. Like, when's a good time? When's a bad time? Uh, you know what's amazing about this call is that he was never a Raiders fan. Right. But uh, <laughs> Cowboys and Raiders, they really split the they really split the random Mexican everywhere in the country vote. True. That's a good point. I think when we've talked about this. Yeah. I think he is free to switch teams immediately because he doesn't there's no reason that he should have been a Cowboys fan in the first place. So, like you're a kid, you're a Cowboys fan because what whatever fucking dumb reason and then you grow up and you're like, "Why the fuck was I ever a Cowboys fan? I get, I can't see them play. I don't live there." He, it it does it sounds like he said Rams, he said Chargers, so he's not like, oh, "I just want to be a Rams fan because they're good now." He lives in Southern California. He lives in San Diego. It seems like it'd be fair for him to pick an LA team and just root for them if he wants. I mean, it would be it'd be bullshit if he was like, "Ah, oh, I'm an Eagles fan." Yeah. You know? Or if he just decided it's like, "I like Aaron Rodgers, so I thought maybe a Packer fan." And you're like, "No, that's not. You can't stop being a Cowboys fan and just take up with some other random team you like." I mean, you are Mexican, so you, I guess you could be a Raiders fan if you want. They'll be in Vegas. But yeah, I think I think he has to me he has the right to change to a Southern California team. Does Tijuana have a professional football team? I think you should be a team whoever whoever Tijuana's got. They should have a professional football team. That'd be fantastic. Every halftime show is a chick having sex with a donkey. Yeah, I'm there. You can't even dude, you can't even go to Mexico anymore. It's so bad. Did you see what happened in Cancun this last week, guys? Did you see that? No. Trevor saw it. Shot the fuck up. There was this shit's been happening forever. No, but no, not, not like this. Yeah, not, not like Cancun. Not in resort towns. That that was the big news. The resort towns got shot up. I believe it was eighteen people. Eighteen people were like, they're like, dude, they're saying Cancun is going to be a ghost town in a few years because the resort towns were always protected. Yo, let's get a fucking, let's go to Senior Frogs and get some shots. And they're like, wow, this backfired. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the article I read was somebody just got mowed down in front of, like, this is in front of a resort on the beach. It wasn't like a drug cartel. Got that, that, just hap- that just happened a couple of years ago at a resort, too. Like, this is Mexico's fucking out of control. Uh, Hispanic correspondent on this? <laughs> Hispanic you, correspondent. You got anything to say about this? See, si, uh, bueno. Uh, you know, man. Well, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everyday things. So. <laughs> Trevor, let's you know what let's do this. Cause the one call I had, you know, eh, the other call that we didn't play, forget that. Let, let let's go Russian roulette with the calls. We're just gonna let Trevor go random. Let let's pick one of the top ones from that says today. Okay. Well there was two from today. Just grab one. Okay. I'm gonna go with I'm this a, one. I'm if trust it sucks, it. we'll grab the other one. Here we go. Oh. Early call, six forty five AM. <laughs> Hey, hey! I just wanted to call in and say the Falcons are one and zero, and they want to know in the playoffs. And uh, Zay Millie, Zay Millie, Zay Millie. It's looks Zay. like he struggled against good defense tonight. And uh, who? Hey, Millie. No, I know. Shit. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. The. Uh, Fuck, man. Pelicans won. Ugh. I'm going to throw a fuck. 
a good one to grab. Did he say struggled against good defense? I can replay it if you want. No, I, can, okay. <laughs> we can. I like he's he's like he was like what I like to call cartoon drunk. He's like <laughs> he was Trevor. He was spring. Arizona Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. He was Trevor in spring training. Yeah, he had the hiccups. Also, he lives in Louisiana, so it was eight forty-five a.m. <laughs> so that like if he, if if it was three forty-five a.m. at the time change, I'd be like, ah, oh, all right, he's three forty-five. Like he said, us before he went to bed. 6.45 here is 8.45. Are you drunk from last night? Are you drunk from this morning? Yeah. I, I mean, know. I'm assuming drugs were involved. I've also decided looking... Cause when, when the Pelicans win their first playoff game, people go fucking nuts. He's like, yo, Rondo had 17 assists. I'm going to have 17 tall boys. <laughs> Dude, he he's the mouse with Dumbo from Dumbo yeah. who got so drunk. You know what I, I'm looking at you, Trevor. What we need now is what we need for you and EJ because the mic's on the ground. It's not on the ground. We need to just somehow drill the mic into my ceiling and it hangs down. <laughs> like a yeah. WWE and like a wrestling when they bring the mic down. Like we just mic. bring it everybody to everybody. <laughs> I mean, my place. I don't know if you saw the tweets. Just swinging back and forth from the intern. EJ, what do you think? He's like, Trying to get somebody to come around on the carousel. <laughs> I love how we've completely turned my place into a podcast studio. I was getting tweets this week for people who didn't see on Twitter from multiple dirtballs saying, I need to get a Murphy bed to just, just like Prano was saying, get my bed out of the way. We'll somehow put my bed into a wall. This is just out of control. I think forget the Murphy bed. I think you just. I think we just turn your your closet into like a little like bedroom, a little just like a little bedroom shack. Clear out the whole room. So after we played volleyball yesterday, I came back to my pool real quick. You know, survey the scene. I am the sheriff, and uh, I hop in the hot tub. And I had multiple people who live here. They're like, dude. uh... What's going on with your apartment nowadays? <laughs> like we've walked by it at night and there's lights and they're like we can see from the outside that you've completely redecorated. Like what's going on in there? I'm like, "Why? Well, host the podcast and uh if you want to watch a live show, and they're like, be- "Why do you wear a Japanese headband?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a podcast, guys. I don't really know how much more I can say. I host a podcast. Why do you have two dudes that just stare at you the whole time? It's like, "Oh, you guys don't you don't have iTunes?" Podcasts, the thing. Anyway, I'm gonna have to write you up. Oh, you want to watch the show? That'll be a hundred dollars cash right yeah. now. Have you have you guys even ordered anything at this hot tub? I'm gonna need to get you out of here. <laughs> I I still have my Lieutenant Dangle outfit. I'm gonna bust it out the first day of summer, Memorial Day weekend. That's the first official first day of summer. Hotline three one zero three five nine eight three six five. Hey, Ruth, I was going to ask, so does that make me your deputy? Because I'm down to wear the shorts with you. Like, I'm, we'll, we'll do it. Deputy dangle. Team player, I, I love got this. you. Like, we'll do it. I'm down. Yeah. How this will be perfect. We'll be new boot goofing. I'm, I'm down with it. I don't, All right. I don't even know. What was that? What did he say? New boot goofing? <laughs> I don't know what that means either, but I'm down. Some fucking Englewood shit. I think this is really going to turn gay quick, but hey, <laughs> let's make it happen. All right, Dirtballs. Again, hotline 310-359-8365. Looks like the hotline's back. Yeah. 
And Trevor did, I mean, it was his first time out. He did, did pretty, pretty good. good I'll give you yeah. credit, Trevor. You did pretty good. I mean, let's hope the sound is all here, but, you know, that's to be determined. We're still recording, right, Trevor? As of right now, yeah. Just keep the mic. I think so. Why does I think keep, so. Why does he keep setting the mic down? Just keep it in your it's hand. Just, uh, yeah, I'm we a team player, guy. I'm going to keep it, keep it going back. You have to keep it going back and forth between me and EJ by putting it on the floor next to me. <laughs> so no one can talk. Well, that's the episode. Well, you wanted to keep it to 90 minutes, and we're at 91. So thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did my best tonight. I got stuff to do. Trevor, EJ, good job, guys. It was a joint, it was a joint effort. You guys want to plug your? We'll let you guys. We'll let them start off. By the way, I already have our next edition of DSPN. What's that? The interns. Like these guys just need their own show. Look at them. This is like you know in Jeopardy when they do the three. This is the next intern off the three of us was with your belly. Whenever he comes back, I like that. I like Trevor goes. You know Jeopardy? How there's three people? (laughs) That's yeah. yeah. Or or any game show ever. (laughs) You ever seen? uh, Let's make a deal. So one guy there. Well, you guys can follow me at Andy Ruther. You can follow Joe at Fix Your Life. That's right. You can follow Trevor. Trevor underscore nickel. And what about you, EJ? Where can they harass you? Uh, Twitter at EJ Gomez. At just EJ Gomez. Yeah, just my name. All right. Follow these guys. Uh, Go to JoePrano.com for my shows coming up. That's it. Any any specific dates you want to push? Yeah, I got a... Fuck. I mean, San Francisco, I, I, I listen to them all. Yeah, San, San Francisco and Oakland in May. Uh, I got uh, San Diego coming up again. I got Tahoe, Jersey, New York. Working on working on some different ones. People keep reaching out now. I'm working on uh, more in the Pacific Northwest. I'll be up there with Eddie for Bingle Fest. Might, might be throwing in a Spokane in there. Possibly in Atlanta coming up for you Southern Dirtballs. So just stay on stay on JoePerno.com. Check it check it regularly. Might be coming to Canada. Good night, Canada. Well, guys, it's been fun. I got shit to do. What do you have to do on a Sunday night? I gotta go for a bike ride. I gotta get outside. I gotta charge scooters. No, I haven't done that in a week. Are you gonna ride? Are you, this is what you have to do. You have to go for a bike ride. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that, but it's not what I exactly have to do. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening to the show. Wait, what's where are you? What are you doing? What are you doing immediately after the show ends? I'm gonna edit the show, make sure the video. And, and then, what time will you go for a bike ride? I don't know. I'm all amped up. I had dad's fucking dude. I got so much sugar in me. I had dad's red cream soda. This is like crack for me. Are we having trouble with the Mevo right now? It looks like it's keep going. Keep. The red thing Should, wait, we have to give an update now. Every every Sunday night show, we have to give an update on how you how you did at volleyball. How how do you feel you, like you did yesterday? I don't know. Wasn't your worst day, that's for sure. I you know I'm getting annoyed at the volleyball. I you know because I just I, I don't like face. I don't like being the guy near the net anymore because I'm so short. Yeah. Well, you got to rotate. I know. What did you? How did you think my game was yesterday? Yeah, it was respectable. Your sir, you had, you had a good serve on for a little bit. A couple I'm it, learning to get my serve better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're completely helpless around the net entirely. You don't know what you're doing. And those guys don't trust me yesterday. They didn't want to set me up at all, which was fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, pick, I picked up on that. Rightfully so. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you went to a weird sort of uh, Green Lantern thing where you were just like raising your ring a lot. Like, 
It was, it was some sort of black power thing. Anytime the ball's near you, just put your fist up. That's so true. And I do the, some weird sideways thing. Yeah. Where, like, I sideways hit it over the net. We got we to gotta get the interns out for some volleyball. I think we should because I think that's how you guys punish me because I notice when the games end, you guys go run into the ocean, and I'm the one who's left picking up the lines and the ball, even though I'm the one who brought it to. I'm like, wait, this isn't how this works. This has happened the last few weeks. You guys are like, oh, well, see you. We're going to go run in the ocean, and I'm the guy like picking up everything. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Well, yesterday I had to run back, and I had abandoned my dog all, all day. Yeah, I'd okay. abandoned my boy. It's all good. Hopefully yeah. that reference doesn't we'll, go completely missed. We'll get you guys. Uh, we'll get you guys playing next week. All right, Dirtballs. Thanks for listening to the show. Most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies. <laughs>